to be used. And they didn't cut the check, so I cut the camera. It's done. That didn't go as planned, did it? No. I like my excuse better, but if you guys want to go with your excuse of... Hey, it was working on my end. I shot you the the pictures of it, so... Yeah, it was. Stop making radio people TV people, for crying out loud. We invented radio <laughs> for a reason. Radio. <laughs> yeah, well, we're here anyways, right? Well, hey, good to have you guys on. A nice earlier time here since we're out of the twin season. Councilwoman from New York City facing controversy after bringing a firearm to a rally. You can't do that in New York City. <laughs> How dare <Yeah>. you? <laughs> I think you should do it anywhere. I'm well, of course, it, but, that's uh, the Second Amendment says that, yeah, you. but if, if far be it from the Bill of Rights or whatever to get in the way. <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. the whole thing is, right? Talk yeah, I mean, that was years ago. That old thing, really? <laughs> New York City Councilwoman Ina Vernikoff, they arrested her. After she was identified carrying a firearm at a pro-Palestinian rally, which she she's not pro-Palestinian, she's pro-Israeli, but she was there. Um, well, there's your problem right there. If she was, <laughs> if she'd have been uh, pro-Palestinian, they'd have let her get away with it. <laughs> it seems like it, right? Right. I but, mean, that's, yeah, isn't well, that kind of the way it's going? Well, I, know, yeah. I mean. Sort of. I mean, it's kind of turning around on some of these college campuses now where they're actually starting to go against the pro-Palestinian people, which shocks me, but, you know, good to see either way. But, yeah, she was carrying her right out in the open, visibly, you know, recorded, legally owned handgun, of course, and she had a, she had a carrying permit, which you need in, in New York against, against the, the, you know, the Bruin decision, of course. But uh, it, was, it looked like a Glock to me, actually. And I think she was carrying it like a thick. She was pro-Israeli in this pro-Palestinian. Obviously afraid for her safety. You know, these people have shown they're they're quite violent. So I can't blame her for doing that. You know, or anybody for whatever reason, if you want to carry a pistol, for that matter. But of course, Todd, um, the New York City Council Speaker Adrian Adams said it's unacceptable and un- unacceptable. That's it. That's the first part of it. She said and unlawful for a civilian to ever bring a firearm to a rally or protest, which I disagree with. <laughs> you should be able to do that. Like, nobody's ever been shot at a, at a political rally, right? You know who Bobby Kennedy is? Yeah. Is he the, the guy yeah. running as an independent in this election, that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. he's kind of flip-flopping back and forth on the gun rights thing, too, but whatever. And then, of course, we've talked about here before, Governor Kathy Hochul reinforced the, the statement from the New York City Council Speaker. That, you know, New York's gun safety laws apply to everyone, um, insinuating that this lady, um, that, that um, Bernikoff, thought she was above the law, which she's not. She had to turn in the, the NYPD contact her. She had to turn in her gun and her permit. And, and you know, I, why would you have to turn your gun? And I don't get that. It's... You know, yeah. if you violated the law, they give them a ticket. It's not like she's a prohibited person anymore. I mean, if you're going to pull her permit, I guess, whatever. Did you know that it, if you got rid of a gun, you could get another one? <laughs> no, that's impossible. Really? What are you talking about? That's like, that's like taking cars away from people for drunk driving or whatever the, the reason is. You, I own two cars. 
<laughs> hey, Todd, if, if Joe Biden says I need to turn in 10 guns, how many do I have left? Um, I don't know how many guns you own, ten. but I know you own more than 10. <laughs> ten. I still have 10 guns. Okay. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> same with That's a trick City question. <laughs> how many do yeah. you have? Too many, according to Joe Biden. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one too many. If I have to turn in 10 guns, how many do I have left? Uh, 200. <laughs> I just increased so, it by that. I many. guess. So what they charged her with was a, was a Class E felony. And under New York law, um, that's going to disqualify her if she's, if she's actually you know, convicted of it for, from holding elected office. And, of course, this Amber Elder, who's Vernikoff's Democrat opponent in the upcoming council elections, wants the city council to cast a vote seeking Vernikov's expulsion. So I don't know if this Vernikov is a... I find it hard to believe that any city council person in New York would be a Republican, but I never looked into her too far. But her Democratic opponent, I don't know if another Democrat, maybe it's a Palestinian Democrat for all I know. But uh, <laughs> who knows? You know, and this Vernikov, I guess she is an outspoken supporter of Israel, so... You know, if you, you can't know, if you can't run in New York, I think we still have 49, give or take, other states, right? <laughs> yeah, other cities yeah. in New York that are probably good, you know, pro-American, pro-American cities instead well, of anti-American New York. Yeah, that's a good point. But, you know, it's, uh, I, I like seeing it when people stand up for their rights like that. And I'm, you guys probably agree with me on that. So that's mm-hmm. great. It's too bad more of the city council people wouldn't do that. Well, coming up, uh, we've got the uh, Dakota Farm and Ranch Report here in just a sec. Jesse's got KFI Radio News in a moment. But when we come back with Guns in the 701, Get this, there's a kind of gun they cannot possibly take away from you <laughs> short short of of actually cutting it out of your hand, and yet they still want to mm-hmm. make that one outlawed. Oh, yeah. oh good grief. <laughs> 42, and K-Fire guns in the 701. You know the uh, saying, you can pry, you're going to have to rather pry that gun out of my dead cold hand. Well, apparently that's not good enough, and it's now been made in Alabama a crime to have the kind of gun that they'd actually have to cut out of your hand. Cut your hand. Yeah. I mean, really? This is crazy. And this goes back to this whole zero tolerance crap that we've been hearing in schools for going on over a decade now. Yeah, this is down in... In uh, Bagley Elementary School in Jefferson County, Alabama, uh, basically Jared Beckler, I believe is how you pronounce his name, his six-year-old son, JB, they're out in the playground being boys, right? Playing cops and robbers. Well, somebody didn't like that, so they reported his child to the, to the administrators within that school, and they decided that he committed a Class three infraction by using his fingers to shoot at another student. So, you know... Bang, bang, like we all used to do as kids. Probably the playing finger gun. That's yeah, illegal now. Gun. Great. <laughs> Fine, take crazy it. Crazy stuff. I'll, I'll quit doing it if you can take it. Yeah, I mean, they, and then they sent, you know, they, they, they sent a letter to the Jefferson County school officials. And the attorney that Beckler hired, and I'm glad he got one, and Gun Owners of America teamed up on this, too. And they demanded that the school immediately and publicly confirm it will remove any record of this infraction with disciplinary action or any sort of report. And I know where they're going with this, guys. What they actually put in his permanent record, that'll follow this child, you know, from six years old playing a game on the playground into his adulthood. Yep. 
And I imagine it could even, if you ever wanted to buy a firearm after he gets to be an adult, I imagine that would pop up in his 4473. And that's the problem with this kind of stuff. It's just insane. Did, I could just <laughs> see, I could just see the conversation at the gun store. Did, did you do a finger gun thing back in the... <laughs> <laughs> no. so, and here's our, you know what else are, go ahead James I was going to say as we, the school staff said uh, the, the kids playing as JB and his buddy um, they did not disrupt any class activities did not interfere with school functions in any way and did not threaten any other students but yet they still um, did that to this kid that you know this class 3 infraction but you know it's um, the, the, his buddy got charged with the same thing which is ridiculous. It wasn't, it wasn't a threat to anybody, but like you said, it probably wasn't even another student. It was probably um, some leftist Karen who was out watching the playground and saw it and freaked out about it. Yeah, and, and the assistant principal, Donna Page, uh, probably some leftist because that seems like what they all are anymore Karen in there. Reed. She's the one that basically, you know, she doesn't have any insight. She doesn't have any judgment on ordinary kids play with all that child uh, education courses she's taken over her life to get to that <laughs> position. Evidently, they don't teach about that. And, uh, you know, it's, it, we've, we've been seeing this for years in these schools districts. I mean, I, I read our own handbook here, you know, where my children go in Lemon. And in all honesty, I've, I've questioned them. I've been to the school board meeting. They haven't changed it. But some of the things they have in there under their zero-tolerance policy could be construed in the same way, and that's what's insane. This is everywhere. It's like all these schools, they get this stuff, and they right away, yep, got to put in their policy books. And, well, you know what? They can cram their policy book. My son wears a Guns and 701 crossed AR sweatshirt to school, uh, you know, kind of like oh. a light jacket, every day, not a peep out of them. So that they, they made the right decision there. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, they did actually downgrade it to a Class 2 infraction. But like you said, Clay, um, the attorney's letter and Gunners of America want all of this, you know, just expunged and, and, and yeah. basically erased, you know. Um, and they need and this, to. So the attorney said it's too little, too late. I don't care what you put it down to. It's too little, too late. We're taking action here, and I'm glad they are. Yeah, and I like what the, I like what the father said in the end. He goes, think about this. He says, the school should confirm that they will allow age-appropriate context, not playtime activities, right? And then he goes on and he talks about how, you know, for 600 years, you know, there's been, you know, guns and there's never been a murder or anything done in the school, but yet there's been many noses that have been broken by fists, and that, that's actually a lower violation. It's a Class two violation in their handbook than the finger gun. Yeah. So, if you get in a fight with a student, and they got, I love how they have these class two and class three violations like it's law. So they're already trying to put it up <laughs> on these kids that this is, you know, just like the law. Don't break it rather than policy, which is not law. And, you know, it's all about, you know, grooming kids to submit to anything and everything. And I got a big problem with that. Oh, no, no. Heck, I remember we were in school, we built snow forts, and we were actually, we were throwing hand grenades at each other, so I wonder what they'd call that, a class four violation. <laughs> we took it even a step further. Um, that wasn't good enough to have snow. We'd go there in the, in the evening, and we lived not too far from the school, and pour a little water over them snow forts, so they were like ice. You know, we made, we made a heck of a border wall. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you can't even make a snow ball and throw it anymore because probably not you know, fun. No guns no in the way. 701 here on k-fires 847 Hamas slams israel's fascist calls for settlers to carry guns 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Only the terrorists yeah, get to have them. Okay, I got it. Yeah, that's great. Gaza, you know, Hamas doesn't mind when they got them and they can fly in on their gliders and, and just start uh, raining raining bullets on people, kicking their doors in and doing what they want and all sorts of other atrocities. But, yeah, so Hamas, they censored the Israeli police officers for their repeated, like you said, Todd, fascist calls to set for the settlers. I'm sure the police really care they were censored by Hamas, right? The Israeli police. How dare you? In a statement, uh, Hamas spokesman Hazim Kasim, I think that's how it is. I'm sorry, Mr. Kasim, if I didn't pronounce your name correctly. <laughs> He's going to come find you. <laughs> said the renewed calls on settlers to bear arms are a public incitement to murder that encourages the Jewish extremists to commit further crimes against Palestinian people. Wait a minute. Um, what just happened here? They're the ones who flew over the big wall, right, on their, and started killing people, like I said. So I don't know how he's um, saying that's going to incite further yeah. murders by the, by, the, by the Jews against the Palestinians. Well, you never that, know. That's, that's a hard one to explain. And yeah, earlier, the Palestinian Minister of Foreign Affairs uh, warned about increasing calls for Israeli settlers to carry guns, terming it racist incitement against Palestinians. These guys are like just, these guys are like Democrats. They're 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 accusing you of something that they're doing. It's that unbelievable. Doing. Remember, Rush used to say that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, this is exactly what it sounds like they're doing, and and of course they held. Um, you know, the Israeli regime, particularly their their minister. I think we talked about this guy, this Ben Gavir. Didn't we talk about him? He wanted to re- relax the gun laws. Yeah, they blamed him for the for the fault, you know, for the moves that these police are doing, which whatever. He's not going nearly far enough after we went over what he said. And the data um, in, in Israel, there's only like 160,000 people in that country that carry guns. 9.2 million population is the... Is the high is the latest I could find. So uh, to me, that's not that's not even close to enough guns, especially when your neighbors want to kill you all the time. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we did discuss that and talked about how they were relaxing uh, gun control because people don't realize, and we'll mention it again, that Israel has some pretty strict regulations on on firearms and firearm ownership. But you know, it's a start. Uh, maybe it'll make them wake up a little bit and show that the you know uh, uh, basically an armed civilian is, is going to be is going to be your first line of defense in an attack like that, and it would have been, but they didn't have the. Well, yeah, now you can it. have. Now you can have a hundred rounds of bullets, Clay, instead of fifty. <laughs> instead oh, of that's 50, really yeah. relaxing. You're, you know, I, I know there's, there's there was a move over there to get like a, like an NRA or something going, but it, it was met with a lot of resistance. But my guess is now that that's probably going to move forward a lot faster and, and without, yeah. without resistance here, but and as it should. They should actually get some. I don't know if Israel has a constitution or what they do over there, um, but they they definitely should have something like that to guarantee their people the right to own guns and, and defend them. Every country should really, but uh, as of right now, Israel definitely should be doing that. Guns of the seven hundred one here on K Fire. One more before we got to go. Oregon gun shop refuses to sell firearm to Antifa affiliated man. <laughs> yeah, that guy uh, is uh, Mark. Well, in the celly, I think that's how you pronounce his name. These guys with all these names are, are horrible. There you go. He's a self-proclaimed member of Antifa. So he purchased a firearm online, uh, the way the, the article was written here. Uh, and then he went to Florence Gun Shop 
to go and pick it up. Hold on, Clay. Oh. Hold on, Clayton. I thought they yeah. could just buy them online and they deliver it right to your house. Isn't that what the Democrats <laughs> <laughs> Completely unregulated industry. Just, uh, they're just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah, you still got to go to a forty, get go to an FFL and get a forty four seventy three. Anyway, he uh, he goes to Florence Florence Gun Shop and they refuse service to him uh, to do a background check, which of course, as we all know, that's required for a sale, right, from any FFL or new mm-hmm. firearm. He purchased it online in Colorado, then claims that the background check after he had provided them with a business card that included several links to self defense websites. Oh, so I mean, it doesn't matter. But one included uh, one that was operated by Portland's Rose City and Tifa. And it's because of that business card, the owner said, no, he just wasn't comfortable with that, and uh, he decided not to proceed. Well, this guy believes that the gun shop violated his Second Amendment rights, which he did not. For anybody that doesn't know in the firearms industry, if you're an FFL dealer, you have the right to refuse a background check or a sale to anybody no matter what the reason is, basically, if they feel there's something suspicious, something not right, something uncomfortable, they are actually not supposed to to basically let you purchase that firearm. That's their job to kind of be that buffer. And this guy is claiming that it's a Second Amendment violation because he can't fill out the paperwork. He says it's their job to sell guns and that they should do it. Well, he's finding out that that's not true. I don't know where this is going to go, if he's going to try to sue the the gun shop or not. I didn't see anything in this article that really said that. But it is not an infringement on his rights. And if you want to affiliate with terrorist groups, which Antifa, BLM, and all them are, then I guess you can suffer the consequences. Well, I'd add a few things to this, Clayton. Um, he just, like you said, this I in a cell or incel, whatever. He said it's the guy's job to sell guns. No, it's his business. He owns the business, not his job. The government didn't say, your job is to sell guns. It's his <laughs> That's business, right. so if he doesn't say no. And number two, uh, this guy is a Democrat. He's gender-confused. You look at him by his picture, I guarantee you this guy's a gender-confused leftist. <laughs> um, when you vote for a political party that wants to get rid of your Second Amendment rights, you shouldn't even be able to exercise your Second Amendment rights, dude. So put a little thought into it here. If you vote for people who want to take guns away, you shouldn't own them either. So this guy Amen. can go pound sand as far as I'm concerned. Antifa is a scumbag organization. They're a bunch of, I mean, they beat the hell out of Andy No there. He actually won a, in Portland, he won a lawsuit for 300000 against them just because he was videotaping all their <laughs> destruction and, and their anti-American activities. So if you're an Antifa member, I don't think you should own a gun unless you got it illegally. Guns of the 701. Hey, one of those uh, don't finger bang that hurts me t-shirts coming out, by the way. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm hurt by finger banging. Oh, well, just go to your safe space. It'll be okay. (laughs) Guns of the 701, 815 on uh, Friday mornings and uh, Wednesday nights, the new video, right? Yep, we had live stream 6 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time, 7 o'clock Central Time, and uh, then we get that right up on the iHeart podcast and wherever else you get your information. There is any place else? I missed Wednesday's show because I had a little uh, allergic reaction. And Clay had a guest on to rancher from the border. It was some great information. And this You're Wednesday, allergic to that? Uh, yeah, no, I was allergic to something. I don't know what it was. But <laughs> my lips swelled up. So. 
Oh, okay. I was off. And this this Wednesday I won't be on the live stream either, but Friday I will be joining the show. And from an undisclosed location at this point, I will let you know. And three weeks from now, baby, deer season opens. I'm already jacked up. He's going to go to Alabama to see if he can finger bang it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Todd. Cuts in the 701. Don't finger bang. It hurts me. Oh, my God. 850 